Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. I'm your host, Paul J. Long, coming to you all the way from the crib. The crib, that's my my home, a.k.a. the studio. About to drop these sick beats. And I can drop these sick beats today because uh, I'm all by myself. I've had so many amazing people reach out as of late, supporters of Fundamism, the brand, the movement, me as a person. And they've said, Paul, when are you going to do the solo casts again? Like, I love the podcast, but I love the solo cast the most when you're just chatting and uh, interacting with us, the listener. So guess what? Today, that's, that's, that's what this is. Me and you, some fundamism and this wisdom too. Before we get to it, shout out to our sponsor, Charlie Hustle. Love y'all. Charlie Hustle, just out here doing big things, big things in the community. Just creating, creating comfort. Like if you own the Fundamism What's Good shirt, you understand that it's probably one of the most comfortable shirts you've ever owned. And why, you might ask? Because that's what Charlie Hustle is all about. Creating comfort, community, and uh, just throwing out love into the universe. So check out charliehustle.com to find more of some of their amazing apparel and fits that will really showcase your love for maybe a college, maybe a professional team, maybe just uh, your love for an individual in your family. CharlieHustle.com. Check it out. So I recently got the opportunity to be called back. A client asked me back, which is always like, the greatest praise I could get, like the greatest compliment. The message of Fundamism resonated so much that we want you back, Paul. And this particular client, I'm not ashamed to say it, they're amazing, cut my teeth in uh, their particular organization, Farmers Insurance. They they wanted me to... um, they wanted me to drop a featured fundamental in their uh, town hall meetings. So every single quarter, they get together with the squad and uh, they talk. They grab some coffee, they talk. It's like coffee talk, only it's about current state of the organization, where the organization's heading, talk about business challenges, celebrate success even have a Q&A. So it's a great way to facilitate an interaction with a workforce that allows them to feel a part of the solution while getting to understand why things are potentially the way that they are and how they could help support movement. So Today, this podcast is directly related to the featured fundamental that I gave my farmers fam 
And it's, it really is based on a quote, a quote that you've heard no less than a hundred times in your life, I'm guessing. Maybe I'm overstating, who knows? I do have a tendency to blow things out of proportion if you know me. But this quote was said by a very smart gentleman, and I was reminded by this quote while watching a Noah's Bandage Project video recently in a keynote that I got the opportunity to do in Dodge City, Kansas. And the quote was recited by none other than the Danny Duffy, the bruh, the do, the duder, starting pitcher for the Kansas City Royals. And he talked about the need for research in pediatric cancer. And identifying the gap, he stated, just like Gandhi did, that we should be the change we want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's what Gandhi said years and years and years ago. So, in hearing that, once again, and reflecting upon it, that is very much action-oriented, right? That's, that's the whole point of fundamentals. Like, what specifically, what behavior can I do? What's the how? To help improve my quality of life, to help create additional joy, fun, and fulfillment, not just at work, but at home as well. And be the change falls right under that philosophy. It is a tactical behavior. Be the change. It's very much focused on how. You want to see change? Be the change. Let's dive in. I'll talk a little bit more about how that particular quote has inspired me, and probably more indirectly because I wasn't conscious of it when I was going through some of the things that we all went through in 2020 and now 2021. But I realized that the behavior that I started to exhibit was really following along in, in Gandhi's philosophy of being the change. So many of you know, I am a keynote speaker, podcaster, author, master of shenanigans, you know, and I'm certain that many of you know that in the year of 2020, things for live speakers didn't go necessarily as planned. And I don't say that for anybody to bestow, you know, pity on me or feel sorry for me because I was no different from a lot of folks, right? But man, I was amped 2020, man. Like 2020 started and I just felt this groundswell, like the earth literally shaking underneath my feet with every every activity, every behavior, every Everything that I focused my attention on in growing my speaking business was starting to bear fruit. I was selected to be showcased at this 
this International Association of Speakers Bureaus opportunity. It was creating some really amazing trust-built relationships with individuals that were advocates of the Fundamism brand that were helping to get me in front of, of clients and, and bureaus. And, and more importantly than all of that, when I would go and speak in front of an audience, for the most part, they were receptive. I'm not saying that they, they loved everything that I had to say or that they were just completely bought into me or the philosophy of fundamentalism. But what I am saying is oftentimes people would come up to me and they would, so, they would say the kindest things. Or they would follow us on social media. Or we'd get new podcast subscribers. Or they would proactively ask me, what else do you have that can help me in this journey to create more joy, fun, and fulfillment in life? So this interest reinforced the fact that I felt like we were onto something. And my speaking career, although it had been phenomenal up until this point, having done Roughly, you know, 80 to 90 gigs my first full calendar year, 100 my second calendar year, and now going into my first or my third calendar year, things are just, oh, they're really looking up. Like I felt like this was the year. And then bam, COVID hit and no more live events. So forgive me if many of you have heard this story, if you've seen me speak, but I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but my guy, Kyle Ulig of the Ulig Agency, Allstate fam, reached out and asked, just proactively, said, man, I, I know that you're a live speaker and probably not making a ton of revenue right now. Would you like to? My response, you betcha. <laughs> so he said, what if, I, uh, what if I got a bunch of Allstate agents together? And you did a virtual meeting, a virtual keynote, and uh, each agency paid a, a nominal fee. And you just did one hour content on the virtual stage. I said, man, I've never done a virtual, but that sounds cool. I'd like to, I, let's, let's get it. Let's throw down. So I do it. Have you ever been in the midst of something like an experience? And you know, like you're conscious in the moment that it's not going how you wanted it to go. That's exactly how I felt. Like as a speaker, when I'm on stage, I really enjoy, and I would argue thrive in, connecting authentically with people. Like I don't just talk at people. I talk with individuals. I invite folks to be a part of a conversation. I call out individuals that I've met in the elevator, fun facts that I know about people that literally just introduced themselves five minutes prior to me going on stage, hugs and daps and handshakes and just authentic connections. And so when I got the opportunity to do this virtual first ever, I don't know what I had in my mind that it would be like, but it wasn't that. 
See, it was basically me trying to present the content that I deliver at a live event in a virtual platform. And I wasn't well-versed in how to create engagement through Zoom or Microsoft Teams or Adobe Connect or whatever platform you use. So I get done and feeling feeling a little inept, a little down on myself. So I call Kyle, who, rest assured, will always tell you where you stand. And not in a bad way. Like he'll always, he'll, he'll be truthful with you. So I call him immediately after and I'm like, hey, Kyle, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't what I expected. He was like, yeah, how do you, how do you feel like that went? I said, man, not well. I, uh, I don't feel like I put my best foot forward. And his response, simply put, was, you're right. He goes, man, I've seen you live like two, three times. And I wholeheartedly believe that you are just a tremendous speaker, which I'm always so thankful for when anybody says that. And he went on to support why he believes that and how many speakers he's gotten to see over the course of his lifetime. It just, it reaffirmed the fact that I have a skill set that could resonate. And he said, but you're right. Seeing you virtual or virtually was not that experience. It was not what I felt before live. However, he went on to say, I would argue that even you in that space, less than less than your energy typically is in a live event, your enthusiasm and your passion still shines through in everything that you do. And so he would he he went on to say, like, I would argue that I've seen you live. And I understand that there's a a drop-off in the experience, but I don't think anybody else was thinking that. So I got off that phone call and I I was irritated with myself. And I had convinced myself that I... I didn't want to do that anymore. Like, I, you know what? I'm not going to invest much time in virtuals because it doesn't showcase my style. It doesn't allow me to be me. It doesn't present or, or, or create the opportunity for me to model the behaviors that I'm referencing in fundamentalism or the fundamentals. So I'm just not going to do it. And some time goes by, a lot of thought. And I thought to myself, what a hypocrite I am. I get a little uncomfortable. Something doesn't go my way. And uh, I convince myself and tell myself that I'm not going to do it anymore. While I'm traveling all over, getting on all these podcasts, talking to individuals on a one-on-one basis and do it. Be the change. Pursue it. Embrace awkward moments. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. 
but thrive in awkwardness. So I'm reflecting on all these conversations I've had and all the things that I've told folks before and that I believe in my heart and realized that I wasn't heeding my own advice. So I started purchasing equipment, multiple lights, multiple mics, production switcher for video, a soundboard, video monitor, a drop-down mechanical green screen. And I said, you know what? People keep telling me that it is not possible, and I keep telling myself that it's not possible to create engagement, to have fun, to create an experience to make something memorable in a virtual platform. I don't think that's accurate. So I decided that I was going to be the change that I wanted to see in the virtual space. I got the opportunity to talk to several speakers about how they've adapted through all this. It was really cool. Like I, I, I talked to a, a, like a, a big name speaker the other day, somebody many of you would know. And I did, th- I did so through the Clubhouse app, which is pretty cool. I'm getting to, getting to learn about it a little bit more. But he said that the virtual stage gave him the opportunity to present in a smaller way. Like specifically, he was so big and so um, he, he was so boisterous and, and, and so loud wasn't the word, but big, big is the best way I could say it. He's so big in his uh, stage presence that speaking virtually gave him the opportunity to really focus more on his delivery, on articulating his message, at bringing people in, at being smaller. And when I heard him say that, I was like, I was enamored because it, I went the exact opposite. Like I convinced myself that I wanted, I wanted to be bigger. Like I felt like I could be this huge presence virtually. And everybody thinks that it can't be done. Well, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to prove myself wrong and I'm going to try it. And so I went all in. And I think that in my own, in my own frame of mind, however, I gauge success. I think I accomplished that goal. Like I do feel like these virtual stages, these virtual experiences that I've gotten the opportunity to lead, I have been a presence, one that creates a a brain pattern interrupt where it's not just somebody sitting down and talking into a camera on a Zoom meeting with no engagement. No, there's music. There's drops, I'm standing, I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm 
talking to folks about how to create tactical behaviors. And it's a conversation, there's engagement. And, and I realized that it's possible. If only we feel empowered to be the change we aspire to see or we want to see, not just in the world, but in your family, in a virtual stage, like in life, whatever you want to see, you can get, but you have to be the change that you want to see. You have to create that yourself. So my challenge to you, my question to you is what is it, what is it that you want to see in this world? What is it that you want to see in your family relationships? What is it that you want from your friends? What is it that you want in a work experience? And what are your behaviors doing to create that experience or that environment? If you want a fun, uplifting, enthusiastic, energizing culture at work, well, do you come in every single day enthusiastically with energy, showing kindness and and valuing others? Do you do that every day? Food for thought. Be the change that you want to see in the world in your relationships, work, and in life. You've heard me say this before. If you're sitting around waiting for everybody else to create your happiness for you, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Identify what you want. Start to create it. And then go out and experience it. Byproduct of that, Others might feel more empowered to follow suit. Be the change that you wish to see in the world. Gandhi. From the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you for riding with me today. Solo, dolo. It's been a minute. My commitment to you is that I will work harder at doing these more often. Solo casts. So until I see you again, be safe, smile often, have fun, and... Deuces!